And that turns on the light will turn on. Okay. And that will tell you. Okay, so we're ready when okay. <laughs> you can turn on. Okay. Yeah, we're very, very happy. We've heard Swami Shivatmananda Saraswati Maharaj has come. We've missed him very long, very much. He lived here locally. He was he was the Acharya at the local Chinmay mission for many years and was, a, uh, for us, a very uh, broke our heart when he announced that he was being sent to Texas. <laughs> so we're very happy he came back. And 10 years ago, over to 11 years ago, he gave a talk here. And he said, oh, he didn't finish the talk. And he said, I'll come back in a few weeks. So 11 years later, we, I asked him to pick up to finish the talk. Some people weren't here, but I remember the talk very well. I remember every point on it. It was very, very good. But right now he's stationed at the at the Chinmay Mission in Austin, Texas. Very happy. Om Sahana Vavatu Sahana Bhunaktu Sahaviryam Karavavahai Tejasvinavaditamastumavidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badrayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta punaf punaha Ishvaro gururatmeti Murti beda vibhagine Vyoma vat vyapta dehaya Dakshina murtaye namaha Samasta janakalyane Niratam karunamayam Namami Chinmayam Devam Sadgurum Brahmavitvaram. Riyom, Namaste to everyone. My pranams to Swamiji, Ushaji, Brahmachariji, everybody over here. Um, nice to be back in this beautiful place of mother's devotees. Um, I, I had the privilege of being in uh, Chinmay Mission, Los Angeles for several years and I used to come over here and this is a very, very dear place. Um, I started my talk on Manisha uh, Minakshi Pancharatnam and Little did I know that it would take 11 years for me to come back and continue from where I left off. Uh, Mother Minakshi, what can I say about her? I had no idea that when I was dispatched from Los Angeles to Austin, Guruji gave me the instruction, Swami Tejo Mananji, that go over there to Texas and build that center. Um, that center was in a little barn outside Austin in a little city called Round Rock, Texas, way out by Haro, and it was not easily accessible. So we moved 
the center we purchased eight acres of land in the very central part of Austin and we built a temple and we were thinking who should we dedicate the temple to so I said well Lord Shiva uh, my Ishtadevata is Lord Shiva I, w I had a Shiva temple over here in Anaheim so I said it will be Lord Shiva over here he, he was known as Kashi Vishwanath so then the naming ceremony who should we name so I have great love of Lord Shiva as a dancer, a cosmic dancer. So I said, you know, Chidambaram, Chinmaya Chidambaram. He will be the dancer over here, Nataraja. And other people came and said, what is this name, Chidambaram? Only South Indians know it. No North Indians know. And it created a ruckus between North Indians and South Indian. I said, Hare Ram Ram, what is this? So I called our Swami Ishwaranandji who is over here in uh, Los Angeles and he says you know name Chinmaya Sundaram the beautiful one and Sundaram it's a neutral name North Indian South Indians would like it so I said okay Chinmaya Sundaram then South Indians came back and said if you're gonna have Sundareshwara you cannot have him without Meenakshi you have to have Meenakshi next to Sundareshwara so Mother Meenakshi arrived in Austin and uh, Haranaya, you know, Swami Chaitanya Nandanath Saraswati, he did the Pran Pratishtha and he said, well, your Meenakshi Amma is taller than Sundareshwara. So this place is actually ruled by her. He's in the center, but she rules. So it is a Devi temple. And I have inherited over there, we have a nice uh, Meenakshi Sundareshwara temple. And interestingly, uh, I had no idea. I started out, I left with Meenakshi Pancharatnam, did one shloka and built a temple of Meenakshi. And now I'm coming over here and finishing the rest of the stuti, the rest of this uh, beautiful, beautiful composition in five shlokas of Adi Shankaracharya Ji. I'll chant the first one. I'll uh, briefly just go over it. Udyadvanu sahasrakoti sadrusham keyurajvalam bimboshtim smitadanti pangti ruchiram Pitambaralankrutam Vishnu Brahma Surendra Sevita Padam Tatvasvarupam Shivam Meenakshim Pranatosmi Santatamaham Karunyavaram Nidim Meenakshim, this mother Meenakshi, the one with the beautiful fish-like eye, the eye uh, starting from right underneath the third eye, the Agnya Chakra, going all the way up to the ear, that is called Meenakshi, the one who has peripheral vision. So, that mother Meenakshi, her eyes, which doesn't escape anything, Pranatosmi Santatamaham, I bow down to you, O Mother Meenakshi. And who are you? Karunyavaram Nidim. You are the very ocean of compassion. And the whole shloka is a description of 
mother meenakshi i bow down to her who is the ocean of compassion and who is this maiden who is the ocean of compassion udyat banu sahasra koti sadrusham thousands of suns all rising at the same time and the luster the hue created of these thousands of orbs luminaries you are sadrusham your uh, luster is equivalent to that keyurahaarojwalam and you are brilliantly radiantly shining all the har ujwalam the garlands that you are wearing they are listening in the very beautiful beautiful uh, light that they are giving off bimboshtim smitadangti pankti ruchiram and you have a beautiful smile on your face o mother meenakshi bimba the lips are like the bimba fruit it's a a very beautiful fleshy red fruit uh which has a beautiful soft texture and a a kumkum like deep red color so mother your lips are beautiful full red lips um bimboshtim smita danta pankti ruchiram and behind the lips are the row of teeth which are so beautiful placed together like the pomegranate seeds <laughs> and when you smile these beautiful teeth behind the beautiful lips it creates a wonderful wonderful sight pitambara lankrutam and you wear the beautiful yellow robes your your sari has a pitambara color a yellow color and with this radiant glow you're sitting and standing in this entire city of madurapuram and intoxicating people just by your very presence that is madurapuram uh, madurai where she uh, the temple is dedicated over there and it's a city in shrinagar it is no in the 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 city of devi where she stands in her glory and she intoxicates people by her beauty the great great presence of mother minakshi vishnu brahma sura indra sevitam padam your feet are worshiped by bhagwan vishnu then brahma ji sura indra and the best among the deities of the heavenly worlds indra bhagwan they all worship you o mother tatva swarupam shivam and her name is shivam the one who is wedded to lord shiva but the one who creates auspiciousness the the delightful consort of bhagwan shiva and the swarupa her very form her very presence is tatva is the very essence of lord shiva her presence is um lord shiva self so you know uh e e e you see everywhere me nakshi me is a ikaranta in sanskrit you know we have a a e e u u the vowels and of all vowels e is a dedicated vowel exclusively reserved for devi so me e then 
Akshi E again. Kamakshi, you know, another mother. Uh, so E is considered to be the vowel of Devi. And interestingly, Lord Shiva's name is Shiva. You remove E from Shiva, it becomes Shava dead. So the life of Shiva is Devi, the E. You remove that E in she, it becomes Sha. And then Va, Shava, a dead body in Sanskrit is called Shava. And the alive person is Shiva, the one who is there because mother's pranas are there. So she who is the life force of Shiva and that is why Tattvasvarupam Shiva, that is mother. Mukta haralasat kirita ruchiram purnendu vaktra prabham shinchanu purakinkini manidaram padma prabhabhasuram Sarvabhishta phalapradam girisutam vaniramā sevitam meenakshim pranatosmi santatamaham karunyavaram nidhim I bow down to Mother Meenakshi, the ocean of compassion and Mukta Harlasat Kirita Ruchiram, the one who is Mukta Har. Har, again, a garland made up of Mukta, is none other than money, um, pearls. So, she who has a beautiful pearl necklace, Mukta Har Lasat, which shines, Kirita Ruchiram, and she has a beautiful. Uh, crown on her head made up of different gems Ruchira Kiritam Purnendu Vaktra Prabham Vaktra, the very face, is like Purna Indu uh, Indu is a uh, word for uh, moon god Purna Indu, the full moon so the face is perfectly round Today happens to be full moon. So, not just any full moon. Dattatre Jayanti and in um, Tiruvannamalai, it is Kartik Deepam. They light up the whole right. mountain today. That's right. Yeah. So, we remember in all the cities of Lord Shiva, light arrives today is the day of the fire element. And the fire exists in the sun, the moon and none other than the stars of the universe. So, Purna Indu, mother's face is like a full moon. It radiates great luster. Purna Indu Vaktra, Vaktra Prabha, the very glow uh, emanating from mother's face is beautiful, just like a full moon. Shinchan Nupura Kinkini Manidharam Mother has all these tiny, tiny, tiny bells around her girdle. She has tiny bells around her, an um, uh, her bracelets and anklets and her very movement is the music in the universe. 
So all these little little bells around her anklet, they are making this beautiful sound. Shinchan Nupura. Nupura are the anklets and they are making these beautiful sound and that is also there around her girdle and everywhere. Padma Prabhabhasuram and her face again is Padma Prabha, like a, a very beauty of the lotus. So one is the beauty of the full moon having luster and the beauty of the fully blossomed lotus uh, mother has that Prabhabhasuram. Sarva Abhishta Phala Pradam. She is the one who is the fulfiller of all desires of all her devotees. Uh, Girisutam, she is the daughter of the mountain god Himavat. So, the, the one who is the daughter of Himalayas. Vani Rama Sevitam, and on one side is Vani, the goddess of speech, and the other side is Rama, the goddess of wealth, Mother Lakshmi, and they both have Chamar and they are fanning her on either side. And this is a description of Mother Minakshi in Madhurapuram. Um, Shankaracharya ji was a great soul, not just a, a Gnani, the one who had perfect knowledge of the Shastra, but his heart was filled with love. Very rare to find the confluence of knowledge and devotion. And Shankaracharya ji has written shlokas and hymns and stotrams on all gods and goddesses. And this is a sign of knowledge which has ripened. If knowledge doesn't ripen to devotion, it cannot take us to the flight of realization. The merging can only happen provided we allow it to happen. And we can only allow it to happen when we open ourselves. We have to become completely empty and naked in front of Bhagawan. And ask Bhagawan, I have arrived. That is all. You take over me. You are the very controller of the universal destiny. Lead me to thy feet. Yena kena prakarena manastu. Krishna Nivedayet, you know, it's a beautiful statement in Bhagavatam. In whichever way, hook or crook, find a way to take your feet, uh, find a way to take your mind to the feet of Lord Krishna. This is in Bhagavatam. Yena kena prakarena, whichever way works, but make sure mind dwells at the feet of Bhagavan. And that Devotion is the devotion of Shankaracharya ji. He composed all this in little life of 32 years. If we study what he has done in 32 years, 32 lives, Purna life, 120 years. Each one of these 32 lives, if we live, 
not enough even if we dedicate all 120 years in study he was really a gnani and the one who has merged in devotion so this beautiful picture of mother meenakshi standing in madurapuram the goddess of speech and the goddess of the universal prosperity fanning her and she is standing over there radiating her blessings onto this universe is a second shloka third shloka shri vidyam shivavam bhag nilayam hrinkar mantro jvalam श्री चक्रांकित बिंदु मध्य वसतिम श्रीमत्सभाज जननी श्रीमज्जगन्मोहिनी मीनाक्षी प्रणतस्मी सततम in this shloka two great beej mantras are uh, pointed out shreem and hreem so everything becomes with uh, starts with shri 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 so shri vidya not vidya a shri vidya this is a days of pravachan can be given just on this one word days weeks of lectures can be given just on this what is vidya first we have to know that what is knowledge and then not just any knowledge shri vidya the knowledge which requires a title the universal prosperity shri oh ho oh, oh, what can be said basically uh knowledge tad gnyanam prashamakaram yadindriyanam knowledge is that which silences the senses if we study something and our senses are still extroverted that is not knowledge so number 1 first layer of definition तद ज्ञानम प्रशमकरम यदींद्रियाणाम नॉलेज इज दैट व्हिच साइलेंसेस आवर सेंसेस वी डोंट रोम अराउंड हियर एंड देयर हियर एंड देयर लुकिंग फॉर थिंग्स वी आर फुलफिल्ड फ्रॉम इनसाइड आउट इन अंडरस्टैंडिंग दैट इज ज्ञान नॉलेज डज नॉट क्रिएट एन ऑब्जेक्ट knowledge dispels the ignorance of the object very important knowledge doesn't create object and this world is filled with objective reality so knowledge is that which removes ignorance when ignorance is removed i stand myself corrected i said oh now i know and what i know makes me better 
But in spirituality, knowledge is that which silences the senses because it allows me to go deeper, deeper and deeper inside. And it is in understanding that I resolve that thou art. Tattvamasi is resolved in knowledge, in understanding, because I already am that, but I have not claimed this knowledge. So there is second layer of understanding. Then there comes a tantric path. And the tantric path is meant for people who have not been able to go inside by their own personal study. Because understanding requires purity of mind, clarity of thought, sharpness of intellect and subtlety of intellect. Everybody is not blessed with all this. So to create that type of equipment, the Tantra Shastra comes in and the Tantra Shastra systematically through a mode of worship, I eject all types of ignorance. I remove all types of negativities and slowly, slowly, slowly I build myself. And Tantra Shastra comes and says the whole universe is a divine presence of Goddess. The whole universe is her and her alone. And you come to know her. The first entry into the Tantra Vidya, the knowledge of Tantra. <clears throat> Tan in Sanskrit meaning an embodiment. Tanu Bhava, body is known as. Tana. That's why in Aarti we say Tana mana dhana sabha kucha hai tera. You know, everything is yours. Tana, this body is yours. M mana, mind is yours. Dhana, wealth is yours. So, Tan meaning body. That which lies beyond the body, Tantra, is a systematic way of approaching manifested forms then subtle forms beyond manifestation and the energy which allows the subtle form to exist that energy is to be penetrated and that is the Tantra Shastra and that is where Shri Vidya leads a person systematically unfolding through different, different, different layers, complicated layers of manifestation. And that is a 
Tantra Marg over here, path laid down, Shri Vidyam. You are that Shri Vidya. And the greatest Shri Vidya is known as the Panchadashakshari Mantra. The 15 syllable mantra is what is referred to by Shri Vidya. And this mantra, you can Google, you can find it. But that is not how you use this mantra. A teacher is required to initiate us into this 15 syllable mantra. And this mantra slices through the layers of different personalities and it cleanses us and it rebuilds the inner equipment known as Antakarana and it pushes us towards the universal cosmic presence Devi herself and when we reach towards her she herself will present Shiva to us and that is how Shri Vidya results in Shiva, Shiva Shakti Ekya Rupini and that is what is said Shri Vidyam Shiva Vama Bhaga Nilaya because she is not separate from Lord Shiva she the one who resides on the left side of Shiva on and that mother who is one with Shiva Hrinkara Mantro Jvalam she who can be invoked through this mantra Hreem 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 this Hreemkara Mantra if we don't if a teacher gives us just this one syllable Hreem and if it is done sincerely this will remove the sthula and sukshma prapanj. That is the power of this mantra. What is omkar in Vedanta is Hreemkar in the Tantra Shastra. In the Devi it is Hreem. And the sannyasis who have reached because of the purity of the inner equipment and great sadhanas done of the past life which we don't see in this life but they excel so much because they have little or none body identification, mind identification. This Reem car has chopped off everything. It is the saw which removes identification with everything. That is the Hreenkar Mantra, Ujjvalam, which is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant uh, glow it has. Just if you chant Hreenkar with sincerity, with your eyes closed, you will see light within. It's the power of this mantra. I have a very good college friend, a Chinese uh, friend. He lives in San Francisco. And he's uh, quite spiritually evolved himself. And he says, you know, he called me one day and he said, somehow 
people who are in trouble always find me and they dump their problem onto me <laughs> and after they've dumped they feel good they walk away but i find myself robbed off of my energy <clears throat> and i have nothing left anymore i have become uh quite sad i said don't worry i'll give you a mantra and i just gave i said you know chant hreem i initiated into just this very simple uh and he called me back the next day and he said i don't know what you gave me but i'm seeing light mm-hmm. and i can see i am walking in the orb of light and people come they want to say something but they are incapable of saying and they walk back one day of chanting hreem kar this is not ordinary this hreem kar mantrojvalam and where does this mantra rise from shri chakrankita bindu madhya lasatim this is the nada dhvani rising from the very center of the shri chakra now what can i say about shri chakra months worth of pravachana required for that in a very simple way it's a geometric pattern made up of lines circles triangles and a bindu put together and it is a pictorial depiction of the universe and it is up there that shri chakra is a universal it is said the place where the vastu is not proper you put a shri chakra and it will be fixed it is so powerful it can reorient the energy around it especially done properly by a siddha mahatma my screen saver is a shri chakra done hand painted by raman maharshi ji he was a shri vidya upasak and it is so beautiful ha huh? he had done it with his own hand and just in the phone itself i placed it unwanted phones just don't come <laughs> the ones who i need to talk only they call is a power of shri yantra shri chakra even in phone and gadgets its power is seen so shri chakra bindu madhya vasatim she who dwells in the very center of meaning she is the center of creation without her nothing exists in the universe the outside lines of shri chakra there are 28 deities that sit on those lines these are the guardian devis of the universe 
अणिमा सिद्धे लगिमा सिद्धे महिमा सिद्धे वी डोंट इवन नो डिफरेंट डिफरेंट पावर्स आर प्रोटेक्टिंग दिस यूनिवर्स एंड वी थिंक वी हैव द कैपेसिटी टू टेक केयर ऑफ आवर फैमिली वी डोंट इवन हैव द पावर टू विगल आवर पिंकी इफ शी विल्स आवर पिंकी विल विगल then there are three circles representing the three gunas of the universe then there is a combination of 43 triangles and these triangles they are the very first layer 14 triangles then second layer 10 triangles third layer another 10 triangles then another uh eight triangles and then in the center is one triangle the triangle has three sides and it is the mind which interacts with the objective reality so the mind it falls upon the world of object and the world of the object is known so for anything three things are required for knowledge to take place i the subject watch the object and the relationship between the subject and the object drashta दृश्य वस्तु एंड दर्शन द सीयर द सीन एंड द सीइंग एंड दैट्स व्हाट द थ्री साइड्स इन सिंपल एक्चुअली इट्स क्वाइट डीप इन अ वेरी सिंपल वे द यूनिवर्सल एक्सपीरियंस हैपेंस बिकॉज ऑफ द थ्री एंड वी मूव इन आवर एक्सपीरियंस फ्रॉम द आउटर ऑब्जेक्टिव प्रेजेंस to the very subjective presence in the very center as mother and that is shri chakrankita bindu madhya vasatim shrimat sabha naikam she who is the powerful force that leads the sabha uh, of lord shiva the the universal um platform gathering of objective reality is that shrimat sabha sabha the gathering of the universe and it is shrimat it is filled with nothing but great divine prosperity naikam she is the leader of that and what is the greatest the best created thing in the universe the human body and in a very tantric way over here it is talked about shrimat shanmukha vigna raj janani she who is the creator of vigna raj ganesh ji shanmukha kartikeya now uh i'm going to explain this uh physical body in a very tantric way 
the body the gross body is held together because of the subtle energy and in the subtle energy field of the seven chakras which holds the whole uh, dynamic system into order the base chakra is Muladhara chakra and she has appointed her own son Ganeshji to be the dweller of the base of the entire existence. Ganeshji is the dweller of Muladhara chakra. Kartikeya Swami is also known as Guru. Guru Guha. He is the teacher of his own father. Kartikeya Swami is considered to be the one who initiated his father into the Omkar Japa. So, Kartikeya is given the sthan in the Guru Drashti of the Agnya Chakra. And he has a veil in his hand and the veil is called Shakti Rood. And the Shakti pierces from Muladhara Chakra and he holds it. And all seven chakras are in his Shakti. And the base of the Murugan Swami's veil is Ganesha and the whole subtle form is she creates the universe with her two children Srimad Shanmukha Vigna Raja Jananim she has created and the tip of the spear of uh, Murugan Swami is where their mother and father dwell together it's a very tantric way of understanding but this is uh, Shankaracharya ji has you know uh, embedded so much tantra into it the reason I gave you this understanding is because you will not find that in the books it, over here the description is very simple oh she who is the mother of Kartikeya and Ganesha but she is because Sri Chakra universe how does she create these beings? The subtle form with Ganesha, Murugan and the very energy field uniting the two up to their parents. This is Srimad Jagan Mohinim. And having created this beautiful universe, she is the cause of our delusion. She deludes us. She makes uh, our senses going outward. In Kathopanishad, this Lord Yamadharmaraj teaches this Nachiketa and he says, Paranjikhani Vatunatsvayumbu, as though the Lord has created this human form with manufacturer's defect. And the manufacturer's defect is the senses are always going outward. <coughs> I want to enjoy, I want to enjoy. And this is how illusion turns into delusion. And then we are lost. Huh? Where am I? What am I doing? And we find ourselves in needy problems. 
श्रीमत्सुंदर नायिकाबयहरामर्मला श्यामाभामलासनाचित पदारायण सुजा वीणा वेणुमृदंगवाद्यसिकाधिकाक्षी प्रणतस्मी सततमहुण्यवाधि I bow down to this mother Minakshi. Who is she? Shrimat Sundaranaikam. She is the very consort of Sundareshwara. That's why I told you. You know, I just decided to build a small, nice temple of Lord Shiva Sundareshwara, and I had no idea she had to follow. And then Charu did the pratishtha. She is sitting over there. She knows. Bap re bap, what went into bringing <laughs> that Shiva and Shakti over there? So she, who is the ruler of Lord Shiva, Sundaranaikam, and I had thought it would be Lord Shiva who would rule. And Ayya, her dad said, "Don't think that Shiva is just sitting over here. She is your leader. She, this temple belongs to her because she is taller than him." and i had not planned that way it happened that that way the shilpi made it and it came a main deity was supposed to be shiva but no it is her because the shloka has to uh, make sense a human error also she will not tolerate it and the shilpi fixed it he made her taller i didn't ask him to make that tall So now she is the leader, Shrimat Sundaranai. I mean, Chinma Sundareshwara. But I tell you, she rules. And just five year experience I have of that temple, but yes, yeah, she definitely rules. Bayaharam, the one who is the dispeller of all fear, that mother, Gnana Pradam Nirmala. Minakshi, she is considered to be the tantric form of Goddess Saraswati. She is mantrini. You know the yoga Maya, Raj Rajeshwari. She is considered to be the mother of the universe, and she has two people helping her. One side is Raj Shyamla, and the other side is Dandini. So Raj Rajeshwari is considered to be the empress of the universe. So that's the executive branch of the government. then somebody has to make laws so legislative is minakshi her name is mantrini she writes the mantras the laws but only one person writing laws not like our madness in washington <laughs> only one person she is the sole law maker of the universe if f equals ma works it is because she has made it that way pv equals nrt works because she has made it that way the sp2 orbital should only have two valence electrons and not even v bit more these are the laws of the universe 
science is science because of mantrini science if at all people study because these laws are ingrained nobody can change it newton can discover it but newton cannot create it that over there is gnana pradam nirmalam her knowledge permeates this entire universe as mantrini she is the colossal power and nirmala not one loophole you will find in any law in washington you may find some loopholes so she is mantrini and on the other side if there is a law maker somebody has to enforce these law laws and that's the varahi known as dandini the one who has danda so we have rajrajeshwari and mantrini on one side and dandini law maker and the law enforcer so all three branches of government were there even before we created this is how shri chakra rules kri chakra tharuda in every decade she rides this dandanatha puraskrta mantrini parisevita shyama bham kamalasanarchita padam she is shyama bham she is of the dark color her color is green like parrot so that uh, shyama bham she is also known as shyamala raj shyamala the one who has dark complexion the beauty mother kali as well kamalasana chitapadam uh, your feet o mother are worship narayana syanujam she who is the younger sister of narayan bhagwan and in fact the wedding of mother minakshi and sundareshwara was her hand was given off in marriage by bhagwan vishnu narayan bhagwan did the kalyanam of minakshi devi so o mother you are the very beautiful dark complexion one younger sister of narayana veena venu mrudanga vadya rasikam you delight yourself in veena the very beautiful music of veena venu uh, uh, flute mrudanga the mrudanga the indian dhol uh, this is not mrudanga but like mrudanga mrudanga similar to that vadya rasikam she who enjoys delightful music so she who uh, loves music nana vidham ambikam mother you delight yourself in different different types of kala nana vidham it is said that she presides over 64 forms of art if you see the uh, statue of mother minakshi 
she has in her right hand a five petal lotus and on that is perched a parrot and that parrot is a symbolic representation of the 64 forms of arts and that is nana vidham ambikam oh mother ambika you express your joy in all these arts and forms and different kalas nana yogi munindra hrutsu vasatim Nanartha Siddhi Pradam Nana Pushpa Virajitangri Yugalam Narayane Narchitam Nada Brahmamayim Parat Parataram Nanartha Tatvatmikam Meenakshim pranatosmi santatamaham karunyavaram nidim O Mother Meenakshi, the one who you are, the ocean of compassion, Mother Nana Yogi Munindra Hrutsu Vasatim, you who are the dweller in the hearts of great, great yogis, the ascetics, uh, Mother, you dwell in the hearts and the minds of the contemplative sages, Munindra Hrutsuvasati. Munindra, not just Muni, but the best among the Munis, great, great divine people, you know, Ramakrishna Paramhamsa. We cannot separate Mother Kali and Sri Ramakrishna Paramhamsa. They are one. That is called Munindra, the best among the greatest Munis. You are never separated from them. You are one. When we talk of Ramana Maharshi Ji, Arunachala and Ramana Maharshi Ji are not two different things. He is one. He himself, if we go to Tiruvannamalai and see you know, the granite lingam and come back, we have not done any darshan. Uh, we have to get anugraha of Ramana Maharshi Ji. He is the real Shiva sitting over there. So, these great, great upasaks who have given the torrential flow of the mind, taking the mind's power from the objective reality and turning it towards the subjective self. You know the power of that human being. Ramana Maharshi Ji, Sri Ramakrishna Paramhamsa, Tapovanam, great, great, great Rishis, she dwells. Muni Manasa Raja Hamsika. It is said in Lalita Sahasranam. She is the royal swan that swims in the mental lake of the Munis. And that is Nana Yogindra Munindra Hrutsu Vasatim. She who dwells, she is a royal swan that swims in the Manasa lake of great noblemen. Nanartha Siddhi Pradam. What can mother not give us? 
great great types of siddhis great types of you know uh, siddhis over here uh, various accomplishments we think of you know siddhi meaning if i snap a finger something should turn into ash uh that type of siddhi will be bestowed upon us when we've given up the very desire itself if an asura prays to lord shiva and says give me the siddhi everything should be reduced to ashes bhasmasura and who does he go after the shiva the one who gave him that it means that mind is wicked to begin with so that wickedness will never have any siddhis accomplishment arrives in the nobility of mind nobility and the divinity of mind is the accomplishment of human birth if we come over here and purify ourselves that is siddhi it's a lot of work to be a <coughs> to be a good person not easy divine life society emblem you know our shivanand ji maharaj is be good do good bap re to be good it's not easy because only when we become good we can do something good until then goodness will not come but being good is siddhi it's a great accomplishment nanarth siddhi pradam nana pushpa virajitangri yugalam oh mother your feet are surrounded by great great divine flowers people have offered in worship yes we can even pluck flowers from home depot and bring them and <laughs> offer them it is out of devotion we have offered and mother looks at these flowers and she's fulfilled patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktya prayachati bhagwan tadaham bhakti upakruta asnami bhagwan krishna says through that flower i am eating the devotion you have served with that flower flower remains there devotion i consume this is what nana pushpa virajitangri yugalam narayane narchitam and where have those flowers at her feet arrived from narayan bhagwan has done the archana narayan bhagwan bhagwan vishnu has offered them nada brahmamayi she is intoxicated with the inner sound of nad the primordial sound omkar and she is brahmamayi she one with that brahman in that nad over here nad is important because creation is there in vedanta a creation is negated so omkar is not a na- nad but omkar in vedanta is gnyapti swarup knowledge but in tantra 
ओमकार इज नाद स्वरूप वेरी डिफरेंट सर्वम ही ओमकार मांडुक्य उपनिषद स्टार्ट्स विथ दैट जागृत स्वप्न सुषुप्ति अवस्थासु ओमकार एव एतत् सर्वम अयमात्मा ब्रह्मा वेन इट इज सैड ओमकार ओ दट इज नॉलेज विथ नॉलेज आई निगेटेड द वेकिंग द ड्रीम द डीप स्लीप इन वेदांता बट ओवर हियर द ओमकार इज द नाद रिवर्बरेटिंग एज आई 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 नाद ब्रह्ममयी परात परतराम शी इज बियॉन्ड द बियॉन्ड बियॉन्ड द बियॉन्ड बियॉन्ड द क्रिएशन एंड बियॉन्ड द बियॉन्ड शी इज वन इज मैनिफेस्टेड क्रिएशन द अदर वन इज अनमैनिफेस्ट एंड शी इज बियॉन्ड बोथ द मैनिफेस्ट एंड अनमैनिफेस्ट एप्सल्यूट सो माया एग्जिस्ट इन मैनिफेस्ट एंड अनमैनिफेस्ट द अनमैनिफेस्ट अव्यक्त प्रपंच द अनमैनिफेस्ट माया इज ग्रेट पावर एंड शी इज बियॉन्ड दैट नानार्थ तत्वात्मिकाम एंड यू आर द एसेंस ऑफ एवरीथिंग नाना अर्थ ऑल ऑब्जेक्टिव रियालिटी तत्व द एसेंस मदर यू अलोन आर एवरीथिंग आई बाव डाउन टू यू ओ मा ओ मा you are this universe it took me 11 years to complete this <laughs> i'm coming back after my god 2007 i started minakshi pancharatnam wow because she wanted to come out as a temple and herself mother so i can come and complete now i can i know what her glory is I'm so used to giving talks with you know Sanskrit and language I hope I have I've tried to be more conscious of the choice of words I make but if I have confused you uh I beg your pardon I if you have any questions I'm I can take few questions. Hmm? Is that your publication from your from the Chinmaya Press? Yes, this is Stotra Mala. You can find it in if you go on chinmayapublications.org. It's there. Hmm. I mean, can you say more about the idea that um, devotion is the blossoming of Gyan, something like? Hmm. Usually we don't hear it described that way. Yes. Because sometimes we we think Shankaracharya. Some people will even hold on since it's so different than his hmm. his his philosophical treatise that is written by somebody else attributed to him. Hmm. Not not thinking that this is the fruit of his philosophical inquiry, the, yeah. the fruition of it. Hmm. Um. निगम गल निगम कल्पतरोगलित फल शुकमुखादमृतद्रव संयुत पिबत भागवत रसमल मुहुरहो रसिका भुवि भावुका द फोर्थ श्लोका ऑफ भागवतम एंड इट इज यूलजी 
to the narrator of Bhagavatam. The narrator of Bhagavatam is, Bhagavatam is, a, for the ones who don't know, Bhagavatam is a beautiful uh, Purana, the last Purana composed by Vedvyas Maharshi Ji. He had written uh, Brahma Sutras, he had compiled the Vedas, he wrote all Puranas, he did so many things. Towards the end of the life, his life, he felt there was something incomplete. And Narad Muni comes over there and Narad Muni looks at Vedvyas Maharshi Ji and says, You look sad. And Vedvyas Maharshi Ji said, Yes, I am an avatara. I am a Karak avatara of Mahavishnu. I came over here to decipher knowledge, to categorize literature. I have created the Vedas, I have uh, created the, the order of the Vedas, I have composed Mahabharat, I have composed Puranas, but I don't feel satisfaction. So at that time Narad Muni said, that you've delivered knowledge, but you have not given due justice to exclusive devotion, not just as the means to knowledge, but devotion as the end goal of knowledge. That knowledge should result in devotion. And if knowledge doesn't culminate in devotion, it is not knowledge. It is some dry intellectual appreciation of something. You may understand it, but, may, but you will not be able to delight in it. So, Narad Muni said, you compose something known as Bhagavatam, born out of the bhava of bhakti of Bhagavan, united in the devotee of Bhagavan known as Bhagavata. So, born out of Bhagavan is Bhagavata, and Bhagavata is a devotee, and the devotee has to have bhakti. So this shloka which I chanted, Nigama Kalpataror phal, Galitam Phalam, the giant Kalpatru, the wish-fulfilling tree of Vedas, a beautiful fruit has fallen from it. The fruit of the Veda. And what is the fruit of the Veda? Knowledge. And the ripened fruit of the Vedas Pure knowledge, when it falls, it is tasted by Shuka Mukhad Amruta Drava Samyutam. It has been tasted by the best among the devotees known as Shukdevji, the narrator of Bhagavatam. And he has approved knowledge with devotion.
when knowledge is approved with devotion that knowledge will survive why because through devotion we will become one with knowledge when a yogi sits down when a let's say a a yogi walking the path of knowledge gnani sits down for meditation and that person has negated the whole world negated everything and i'm trying to unite i am that i am that and when i come to it if i have no devotion i cannot become one with it when we have love for someone when a mother has love for her child she will go hungry but she will feed her child she will sacrifice herself for her child lovers united in love the test of true love is sacrifice how much i will give myself up in this relationship love is measured by how much i can give up of myself and in bhakti it is giving up myself completely to bhagwan in knowledge i give up what is not mine to begin with very easy i can give this microphone to you here take it it's not mine to begin with it's swami ji's what belongs to somebody else i can easily give up and in knowledge we are giving up what belongs to the world but in bhakti i'm giving up myself so in vedanta it is said yena tyaja tat tyaja you renounce that with which you renounce everything else what is that ego with ego i renounce everything but you have to renounce the ego which renounces everything how will you renounce ego <laughs> ego cannot be renounced without devotion that one thing i will hold on so gnyan culminates into bhakti knowledge culminates into devotion that one bird with one wing of knowledge and the other of devotion can fly if it has one wing of knowledge but the other one of devotion if it doesn't arrive that bird is going nowhere <laughs> 
both knowledge and devotion are required. They both mutually complement one another. Someone may say, look at Raman Maharshi ji, he just sat. And you look at Mirabai, she sang. Someone may say, Mirabai had no uh, gnyan. You look at her composition, Mere to giridhar gopal dusaro na koi. For me, it is Govinda, Krishna, and no second other than him. No second other than him is Gnyan. So who says Meera didn't have knowledge? She had complete knowledge. In fact, Bhakti, if it is pure, Nirmal, it results in Purna Jnana, in complete knowledge. And Shankaracharya Ji is a testimony of that. I think I took a long time to answer your Perfect. question. It's a very important point, the most important point. We have Puja now. Any other? Any other questions? Yes. Um, so it made me think, um, the Patanjali uh, Yoga Sutra, the fifth step is Pratyahara, which probably defined as knowledge was going internally in senses. Mm-hmm. And that's like a path of detachment. Mm-hmm. And then you talked about Bhakti being like a path of attachment. How do you reconcile both, or do you have to have both as your thing to self How do I reconcile, can you say one more time? To me, I thought going within would be the eighth step, Ashtanga Yoga. From yes. And attachment is completely getting lost. Like is bhakti attachment? Oh, oh, like that you are looking at attachment. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, okay. Um, I define bhakti, I define love. Love is measured by how much we sacrifice of ourselves. Bhakti is complete sacrifice. It is not attachment. If it is attachment, it creates bondage. So bhakti is not attachment. Bhakti is love for God. And in love for God, I have sacrificed everything externally. And internally I have given up my being to Bhagawan. So, bhakti is complete sacrifice. It is not attachment. Meera, when she was a little girl, it started out with her wanting to marry Krishna. She didn't want to marry anybody else. And she took a statue of Krishna and she told her mom, I'm going to marry him. And mom said, no, your husband's already been picked. <laughs> said no I've already married him over there she's talking about surrender she's given herself up to Krishna completely given up and as a child she learned to give up to this murti 
Then Rana came and stole the murti away. Then who would she give herself up to? She became so wild. Oh my God, Krishna is gone. And she was locked up. And she cried, she cried, she cried and she got her answer that who she surrendered to is inside, not outside. And there came a stream of bhajans filled with knowledge. Even a glass of poison couldn't do anything. When the surrender is complete, um, out of absolute knowledge, the world is no longer the world. world is completely different. So when Patanjali ji is teaching us to go inward through these steps, Yama, Niyama, Asana, Pranayam, Pratyahar, Dharana, Dhyan, Samadhi. The goal is Samadhi. I have reached all the way up to Pratyahar. Pratyahar. So, Ahar meaning consumption. What is the consumption? The consumption is the inner thought world converging into Paramatma. Prati Prati Aharam. I am going towards that inner being. So, it is consumption out of force and that is why it's called Hatha, that you learn to consume it, learn to consume it and then Samadhi arrives. So, Bhakti is a, it's a divine, divine um, state, it cannot even be called state but for the uh, medium of, you know, communication, it is a state where that mind itself loses itself in the understanding that it alone is. So if mind remains, then there are two things. So even the mind shouldn't remain. So even the mind with its thought are surrendered to Bhagawan, so Bhagawan alone remains. And then Bhagawan, you give me your mind. And Bhagawan gives his mind, and that is called Divyam Dadati Me Te Chakshuhu. And then Bhagawan, when he gives the Divya Chakshu to Arjuna, he is able to see the whole form. So, our bhakti culminates into something known as grace. And when it culminates into grace, when grace arrives, it becomes para-bhakti. Now, Rana can steal anything away from her. Doesn't matter. He has already arrived. Glass of poison, fine, he has arrived. <clears throat> Swamji, anything? Hari Om.
Argentina pivoted. Yes. And then some legends. 